stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Coming at you live from beautiful DNHQ in South Pasadena, California, which I hear is also beautiful. This is the Blue Heaven Podcast. Hey, we're lit tonight. I mean, not really. We just barely (laughs) opened the beers. What is going on, Dodgers Nation? My name is Clint. You can find me on the internet as RealFRG on Twitter and Instagram. Sounds like you're really prepared for tonight. I'm Brooke. You can find me at BrookeMe3 on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> and on tonight's show, uh, Christian Yelich got a contract. Yes, so, uh, yes, he did. That leads us to to believe that uh, we Cody, all Cody Bellinger's con- no, uh, no, <laughs> oh. that's not the case at all. Cody Bellinger's contract is going to be heavily discussed over the next <clears throat> couple weeks, next couple seasons, what have you. So we're going to talk about Cody's next big contract and what that looks like. We also have another giveaway. That we do. We have to announce the winner of our previous giveaway, which was a sweet, sweet autographed Justin Turner bat. Did I win? You did not. It was another person. Someone else. Mookie Bet says, I love you, Clint. We're going to get to the stream in a minute, but thank you for thank hanging you, out with Mookie us, Bets. as always, Mookie. We went to Dodger Stadium today. We did. To get a, uh, along with Gary, who's back down. I'm over the, here, guys. Back in the corner. Hey, what's up? The floating head. <laughs> the flo- I'm, not, I'm not allowed to talk too much, according to YouTube. <laughs> you, yeah, YouTube got mad at him. YouTube yeah. said no. <laughs> but uh, we got a walkthrough of Dodger Stadium with uh, the architect. Oh, not the architect, but the, the uh, what did I call her? The undertaker of. The undertaker. <laughs> the planner. The undertaker the of Dodger Stadium, you, Janet Marie Smith. You said that, and I just, hear, I just heard the bell, you know? I was like, oh, he called her the undertaker. Take her. Yeah, she rose up. Yeah, I mean, I'm not calling her old. She's a lovely lady. I love Janet. So we'll talk about those renovations a little bit. We'll let you know where they're at with them because uh, let's be honest, there's a lot left to do. Uh, we there. also want to talk about how terrible Boston is. Boston sucks. Well, that's all we're going to say about that. You know, just Buck as, Boston. Yeah. As as we introduce a new segment with that tonight, and there's going to be oh so much more. So guys, wave your hands and all that stuff, and of course. Well, like we've said, a lot has gone on today. We visited Dodger Stadium for a progress report and got some behind-the-scenes walkthrough with Miss Janet Marie Smith and that $100 million renovation that's, uh, I'm sure, just a bane in everybody's existence over there at Dodger Stadium. As we've said, Christian Yelich got paid very handsomely, but was it enough? And no. is it going to be a precursor nope. to the type of money that Cody Bellinger should be no. getting? Nope. Uh, probably not. Before we get into all that stuff, before we get into more of your guys' comments and all the funds and the things that are going to happen. We got to announce the winner of uh, last our last giveaway, which was a Justin Turner autographed baseball bat. Who's going to win? A person. And the winner is, wait, where's my bad drum roll? I, I'm you got it. The you, you give it. You give the, the person the thing, and then I'm going to... That bat. Where the hell? Oh, there it is. Announce oh, the I winner. I get to announce it? You, you get to announce the winner. Hold on, I got signed out. Really? Keep okay, going. never keep mind. Going. Never keep going. Mind. Keep going. No. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> okay. Okay, you go. <laughs> yeah. Do you not remember password? The winner of the autographed baseball bat from Justin Turner is Tyler Espirutu. Am I saying that? Why does I everybody have these hard names? Can you guys make it easy on <laughs> you me? You guys have and better names. Phonetically spell it out for me. That is Tyler E S P I R I T U. So you have time to go create that email on Gmail. <laughs> Tyler Espirutu. Uh, no, you have to. Enter. You have to email us. Ooh, of Granada Hills, of Granada Hills, California. So Tyler, oh, please that's here. local. Yeah, please email us at podcast at dodgersnation dot com to claim your prize. Uh, that is podcast at dodgersnation dot com. Please contact us within forty eight hours, or we will literally throw your prize to some wolves. Uh, or I might just throw it in my bonfire pit. I don't know. Or, I mean, usually. Why we, would you do that? Usually you we give it to somebody it. else. If, well, I don't keep it. I'm not going to keep the giveaways, Chifo. Well, okay, I'm just saying. Like, we don't have to throw it in a bonfire. Tyler Espirito. Come on down. How do you say that? Say the name. Tyler Espirito. Oh, hey, Dodger Espirito. Man, Espirito. Dodger Man 5150. Yes, know. we do see you. Um, thank you for hanging out with us. We Dodger want you to Man know that you're... 5150. Uh, that's he's, it. He's I, that's the only comment I see. Now I for see. our next giveaway. It runs the same as all the other giveaways. You're going to go to DodgersNation.com slash giveaways. Giveaways. Or it's going to be on just about all the articles at what website? DodgersNation.com, of course. And this week we are giving away a autographed 
or over the next two weeks, you could enter to win an autographed Gavin Lux baseball. So um, I hear that's pretty uh, cool. Oh, you wait, know, I got to put that graphic up. If you like, you don't have that. If you like, it does oh, not have, yeah. Never mind. <laughs> wait, just, just imagine, imagine a ball. Just imagine a baseball yeah. that's with some, signed with some by Gavin lines. Lux. Yes. That's what we're giving away. Because, you know, if you like Gavin Lux. We also had a really good interview with him over on YouTube. So if you're on YouTube, make sure you hit that little bell button so you know when we're going live or uh, putting up cool content like the Gavin Lux interview. Because that one is really good. You can find out what kind of wings he likes. Because that's the important question. Well, what kind of, the year. of wing eater is he? Yes. What kind of wing eater is he? Because apparently there's like six different types. Five. Five different types. You watch the Number video, five obviously. is terrible. <laughs> no, no, yeah. wait. Number one is terrible. Number one is that? leaving. One is the worst. All okay, of number the meat. one's the worst. Yeah. Number five is basically you uh, eat the bone. sucking the bone <laughs> yeah. dry. You're eating the marrow out of the bone, I believe, is number five. That would five. be me. Uh, we've seen you eat. It's terrible. It's also, terrible. boneless is just chicken nuggets. I feel like I should. I like eating the bones that. and putting them but, back together. By the way, my buddy, my buddy just texted me right now. He says, "I want the bat if he doesn't claim it." <laughs> uh, I'm not giving you the bat, Ray. As I can't, I can't do that. It's not fair to the kids out there in the audience. No, no, no it is not Hamilton. If it was Hamilton, oh, I straight up would have given him the bat. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Hamilton's dead. All right. Uh, Gail wants to know: Do Brook Me Three and FRG bobbleheads exist yet? No, we're working on it. Are we? Wait, uh, you have not. one in the back. Show everybody. It's right oh, yeah, in the front. Oh, there it is, right there. Uh, so oh wait, my face is hiding it. I'm, you have to scoot it over. I, I figured to your out right. this. Yeah, there you is go. There is Brooks bobblehead. So uh, we, um, there's a custom bobblehead company that that makes custom bobbleheads. Obviously, yeah, so I'm working on a podcast one. Oh, so we'll be sitting down in front of computers with headsets on. That's money. Where am I? It's gonna cost money. You're just, we're gonna get you the screen. <laughs> oh, I, get the the, front. I get a. We'll put a sticker. Right Yours yeah, is well, a bobblehead. Yeah, it's okay. just the picture Got of it. you. Um, Speaking of money, yeah. Um, as it goes, the Milwaukee Brewers today inked All Star MVP right fielder Christian Yelich to a was it nine year deal? Nine Four, year former MVP. Former MVP, 2018 National League MVP, nine-year, $215 million deal to keep him a brewer through 2028, and I believe there's also... is a seven-year extension on top of his remaining two years. You know, they said they're tearing up the old ones or something like that, so right. making it a nine-year deal, because I think it sounds better as a nine-year deal. So Homeboy's oh. getting a lot of money, um, but is it a lot of money for one of the elite outfielders in the game? Like you're talking about, he's like a seven-win... Uh, player minimum these days somebody told me they were like well he had two years on his contract left so that would carry him into his age 30 season so he wasn't going to get big money and i was like but 30 years old you still get a much higher annual average than that like you're talking set you know you're talking nine years 215 that's not very much you're talking low 20s in terms of annual average dude if bryce harper can get more than that then you Did gotta he- get close maybe i mean maybe not the same numbers because Bryce mm-hmm. Harper, you know, admittedly he puts more butts and C's. Bryce, Bryce Harper will because he has that hair. allure wow, about him. Even though language. I don't think he's a better player than no. Christian Yelich at all. It's his hair. It's his hair. <laughs> but in terms of that, Christian Yelich should absolutely be, I don't know, a thirty-five to thirty-eight million dollar a year guy. Like how do you, how do you well, argue against that? Other than the fact that he's been a little injury, he could be giving the past couple of years, and even so, he's he's still averaged like 140 Trout, games a season. Trout got what 430 over 12 years. It was yep. a non-free agent contract. Mookie's yep. looking for like the, I think the baseline is 35 million a yep. year. In your in anybody's minds, everybody you know, feel free to participate here in the chat. Um, is Christian Yelich in the same breath as Mike Trout? Mookie Betts. I I don't think anybody's in the same breath as Mike Trout. Admittedly, like I think in terms of consistency, nobody's been more of a model for consistent greatness than Mike Trout has over the course of his career. I think season to season, obviously, some people have overtaken him. Like I think Cody Bellinger had a better season than he did last year, obviously, but nobody really comes close to him long term. So I think Mike Trout's kind of the outlier. That's kind of the guy that you're like, we're not going to talk about him because that doesn't really. That doesn't really. He help doesn't us. exist. But, but I mean, Yelich. He's his, like Santa Claus. Yelich <laughs> at his best is like almost an eight-war guy. Yeah. Uh, and you know, all things considered, you pay those guys. <clears throat> yeah. You know, and it's it's tough to it's tough to imagine anybody else getting paid more. But there's going to be lesser players over the next couple of years that get paid more than that, and that's the tough thing. But also consider this: there's a new collective bargaining agreement right on the horizon. And if there's not, then there's a strike right on the horizon. So with that in mind, he took the money while it's there, and I gotta respect him a little bit for that. Somebody said, "What's the difference between 200 million and 250 million?" 
Realistically, lot. it's a lot. Fifty million. But also, if he's taking two hundred fifty somewhere else, the taxes that come into play. You know, living in Wisconsin, the cost of living can't be that high. Living in Wisconsin. <laughs> what did you say, Gary, when you walked in? That was like a thousand dollars to rent a mansion out there or something. Yeah. So. A mansion is like two hundred thousand dollars out there. <laughs> You know, so so I um, mean, he's he's a kid who's coming from Miami. Got traded over to Milwaukee. He spent two years there. The attendance skyrocketed because of Christian Yelich coming over. Not mm-hmm. only because of him coming over, but he's a big part of it. Um, I mean, he's a career three hundred hitter, three hundred plus, and he can hit like I don't know, like thirty five to forty home runs a season easily while hitting for high average and a high on base percentage. <clears throat> His admittedly, his home and road splits are not the prettiest thing in the world. He hits much better at home. Uh, I don't know, man. Like when I saw this, I was like, it makes sense on one side, but also it makes no sense at all on the other side. And that's that's why we started talking about Cody Bellinger because we're like, what the heck is going to happen now? What you like, got? I think he's being a little selfish for taking two only two hundred million dollars. This, from my perspective athletes who have that influence and he's done so much for the Southern California fires. Yes. Like the money does trickle down to charities and trickle down. It gives him the power to run more events after his playing career. I absolutely think he should have gone for more money because then he could have more influence after his career to do more good. Yeah, you know? there's there's definitely the, the two sides of it. Is that money, he's not obviously just going to go around and just buying hookers and blow and mansions. He well, would do nice things. Not like, too much of it. Like buy hookers and blow for needy People. podcast hosts and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> uh, but beyond that, still, like I, I can understand a man not wanting to deal with the, uh, you know, I, I just want the money now. I just want to sign. I don't want to worry about it. I want to be here. I enjoy it here. He doesn't have to think about it. He doesn't it's have to not think a about distraction it. for him anymore. As, as, it's not something that's going to yeah. hurt him. And yeah. it's not some, above all, it's not something media is going to ask him about every single second of his life for mm-hmm. the next two years. And he doesn't have to, if he has a down season, or if he hurts himself, it's not as bad as a $35 million guy. Like, oh, yeah. man, you're, you haven't been healthy. Like, you're even trying. Oh, he's just, you know, he doesn't have to worry about a contract anymore or any of that kind of stuff. Let's 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 play a hypothetical here and say he played all the way through 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 the two seasons and became a free agent at, at age 30. Uh-huh. How long of a contract do you get at age 30? Do you get a six-year contract? Do you get a seven-year contract at age 30? For him, 30? probably a let's seven, say, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's going to finish out the next two years probably somewhere between six to seven and a half more. Or something like, happened with his knee injury that he knows about that he was like, oh. I'm pretty sure they did the due diligence, <laughs> they did the due diligence with that. <laughs> I think they stayed on top of Ruben, that. Ruben on Facebook a while ago now <laughs> said, uh, did the noble thing. Yeah, let's do the noble thing by giving the Brewers a discount. Um I understand that narrative as well. I wouldn't call it a hometown discount because he ain't from there. He's from but, Thousand Oaks. <laughs> but um, there is something, you know, hey, this team kind of, they saved me from, from Miami. And uh, I kind of want to give back. And, and, you know, if you do enjoy the fans and you enjoy the fan base, you know, it's yeah. not Boston. So he enjoys himself. Mm-hmm. Um, did, did there. I guess I guess it's hard to to put ourselves in that situation because we don't make nearly that much money. So it's hard to it's hard to gauge it. But if he really wanted to play, and it sounds to me like he really wanted to play, keep playing in Milwaukee. And if that's the case, I, I mean, that's noble. Is he the type of person that needs a chip on his shoulder? And then that's the thing. Like he he's no, underpaid he just needs, and he just he just needs a complete kneecap and he's good. And yeah. you know he can go out and challenge for an he, MVP. If he the, was healthy, there's a fair chance he would have. Back to back on on the MVP, but because right. he did miss those those final couple of weeks, that probably gave Bellinger that final bit of an edge. But don't forget though, too, he's also a he, human being. He he he's, he comes from a Jose Fernandez team, a team that experienced a lot of heartbreak, a lot of mm-hmm. you know. So he's a very loyal player in that sense. So that I'm sure that plays into it in some. He seems to me like a guy that doesn't really care about anything except playing. That's the yeah. way he strikes me. Yeah, he's, like, he's, he's kind of like good guy. He's kind of like, like Mookie. Yeah. Where he's like, I just want to play. Like don't. Yeah, I don't really need to f- right. hustle and fuss of everything else. Just let me play. So important comment here from Puppy Butt three ten over on Twitch. Minus two wins above replacement for looking like Pete Davidson. That's true. That's a good. Yeah, that, he, would, he would be yeah. a nine war player if he didn't look like Pete yeah. Davidson. This is that was another, a bad idea on his part. Another great comment was from Sandro Enriquez. By thirty, you won't get more than a five year contract from any MLB team. And I know Sandro. So he's maybe old. that's how he's playing. It. He's old. I mean, <laughs> jo- Josh Donaldson. He got a was his four or five. We're just talking about last week. And there's four. There's I think it's a four but, I mean, eighty. <clears throat> but he's four he's, and ninety some odd. Oh, but he got money. He's above thirty though. That's the thing. Is yeah. like he's he got a four year contract and he's thirty two. What did Justin get? And what did Justin Turner get? Uh, he got four and sixty four. 
but no. he was not as well known of a commodity no, 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 at that no, time. No, 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 yeah. no. So, I mean, Donaldson had one good bounce back year and got a right. four-year contract. So to, to me, that's like so. Yelich if, is if underpaid. Yelich could have had two really bad years and still got a five-year deal yeah. at least. Yeah, he would so, have deserved that. He could have two years of like basically being twenty-eight dead. years yeah. old. Christian Yelich. Now we're talking about twenty-four-year-old oh. Cody Bellinger. Dude. What does Cody get paid? That's that's the we're a Dodger show. So who's we his, probably who's his agent? He's, He's a Boris guy. guy. There you He's, go. <laughs> sorry, who? How much does Cody Bellinger get paid by another team? That's what I, I, I meant. Let's let's discuss length. <laughs> let's discuss, let's discuss length. Cody's length. Let's discuss length first. I think he said like in that famous picture, he's like this. But in terms of contract length. He's, you got to imagine him being up there with like the Bryce Harper, the Manny Machado, the Mike Trout contracts, that mm-hmm. kind of length, the Garrett Cole contract length. You got to imagine somebody's trying to, he's trying to get signed for a decade. And if he's going to be how old at that time? 24? Is that what you said? Well, right now he's 24, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So he's going to be 26. If so, a contract that's going to put him at 36 when he's uh, done with that contract, that's reasonable, mm-hmm. right? So if you're if you're thinking 10 years, you got to be thinking close to forty million dollars annually. Close, maybe not forty, but close. It all, it really, it. I mean, honestly, it really depends on how the next couple of years go for him. But I mean, if he if he puts up even anything close to what he put up in his MVP season, he won't. anything close, he won't. he won't. I don't think he will. He won't. But Those you should keep saying months, that because every time you talk trash on him, he has, he has an MVP. Those first season. two months were. Horribly, horribly, just like great outliers. Horribly great. You like that? Horribly great. Um, they were outlier months. Yeah. He wasn't never going to hit 400. He's probably, honestly, a 260 to 285 kind of guy. His, his swing isn't conducive to, you know, exceptional contact rate and, and getting the ball through the holes. And, and as he gets older and he loses that foot speed, he's going to get even fewer singles. Because that played up for him and those tappers, you know, a little bit past the pitcher. Here's what I'm going to say: He's going to get a 10-year contract, oh. worth a minimum of 350 million dollars, with two opt-outs in it. That's but my prediction from where? From where? Ooh, is yet to be determined. L- look, you got to consider a bunch of things. Number one, the Dodgers have a lot of young guys that are going to need to be paid over the next couple of years. A lot of guys who are going to get contracts similar to that. <laughs> Walker Buehler being one of them eventually. Walker Buehler is a guy the Dodgers are going to want to keep around long term. Mm-hmm. And if they are, they're going to have to pay the man. I like the uh, the White Sox method. You know, like they haven't been around that long. Be but, but we know they're going to be good. So we're going to uh, give them money. Yeah, pay them up front. They're very, very good about that. And I would love the to Okuna see deal. Yeah, I would love, That's, love, oh, love, man. love, love to see the Dodgers do that. So Cody's still. But Cody would be stupid Cody's, to do that. Co- he would. But Doobie, he's still. Yeah. <clears throat> 2023, I think, is his his last arbitration year, and after that, he would be a free agent. So, if they could sign him this season or next season to a deal, that'd be huge. You get a discount, yeah, but you get guaranteed money with Cody. And if I'm Scott Boris, I'm looking at Cody's career and his career arc, and I'm being like, yeah, he can be wishy washy. Oh, he can have his ups and downs. Let's not take the risk. Friend of the Let's show, get the over money here. right now. So maybe not 35 million dollars a year. Maybe he's a $30 million. The money's going to go up, though. The money's going to keep trending upwards. The CBA, like you said earlier or before the show, it's gonna the CBA be is going to keep trending friendly. towards being fr- player-friendly. If the two sides could even you know meet in the middle and continue to play baseball uh, after was it, 2023 or into yeah. 2023. So that that's that's one whole thing. But when you uh, when we take in the audience um, side of it here, Margaret says $40 million a year at eight years. Uh, that's Probably high, but could be in the range at that point. Travis uh, says Bellinger gets three hundred million, and that seems to be sort of the narrative we're looking at. Uh, Manfred is trash on on Twitter. Said both are worth three hundred dollars. I I know that it meant three hundred million, but it just says three hundred dollars. So I really yeah. enjoyed deal. That. I'll take that deal. Uh, Roach says Pools was thirty when he signed that huge contract. Which, to be fair, 
is one of the worst contracts in baseball history, to be fair. And he was already trending yeah, down. To be he fair. was already really trending yeah. down, to be well, fair. That hard, but, but that's not to say that there's not That's a pre- an outlier. There's not a, there's not a pre- Nobody would do that there's not again. A pre- there's that, you can't say that there's not a precedent for it, though. It's going to happen. It's going to so happen. There's only one Artie Moreno in the world. Well, yeah, he's, he's, he's the worst, probably Bet. one of the oldest owners, or yeah. owners in baseball, but that's, a, that's besides the point. Ro- Roach, Roach asked an important question earlier on, on uh, Twitter. Saying, asking, uh, are you going to buy enough Micheladas to pay for both Mookie and Bellinger? Because we don't know have that kind of cheese. Let me no, no, let this me is do beer. the math. Thirty-five million like this delicious beer $30. from our friends over at Figueroa Mountain. Wait, I got to pull it. I got to pull my beer out. If there uh, it is, I love, hey, I love this if, beer. So let's this say we're paying uh, Cody three hundred million. We have to do you buys really bring in okay. calculators right I, now? I, I'm going to tweet it out. They're twenty-five dollars. Okay, in order, I have to buy twelve to million Micheladas. Board, move Bet. We all need like I I know I know you you I know you took a pay cut coming here. I, I yeah and you know I know you're not getting paid I got a couple unhandsomely. Years. I got a couple years though to get to that mark. Um uh, we should but start I don't kick- think you can afford that. We many. should start a Kickstarter. Kickstarter it's not a Kickstarter. You have to be inventing something. I'm or inventing whatever. a way to die. <laughs> That's Drink twelve million micheladas. <laughs> oh my god! It's not all at one game, boys. Well, whatever. I have a couple years to get it done, guys. Don't worry about it. We'll get a GoFundMe going. Straight nasty, twenty three on the YouTube says the Yankees really love Cody and he might want to follow in his dad' footsteps. Brooke, hold me. <laughs> <laughs> Selena, friend of the show. <laughs> she sleeps in the bed next to me. Oh, um, oh dang! No, no homo. This is biased. Uh, uh, she is says Pedro biased. Yes, she says Cody's going to get half of Dodger Stadium. Uh, is it going to be the renewed half or the bad, ha- the back half with the bad elevator? These are very important. Wait, 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 one more time. Going to get half of Dodger Stadium. Oh, like they should that's just worth start more selling than. Out. Oh, actually, no, that's a lot. Of I see. That's yeah. the thing I thought they the would do with lot. Trout. Like of anybody, I was like, the Angels are that would have been brilliant. Partial ownership or something like Can that. Can you do that? Should. Has a player ever gotten that? <laughs> no, no, but there- they should. I think the Los, Marty Moreno the Los Angeles like, Trout to Anaheim. You can have my wife. You can have my dog. You can have part like half of my car. You know they paid you want. three hundred million dollars for that land outside of uh, Angel Stadium in Anaheim. In Anaheim, yeah, mm-hmm. right before Garrett Cole's deal. So all that land was worth three hundred million dollars. That's good to know. Mm-hmm. I mean, just reference. <gasps> Katie's mom said she'll help me buy the twelve million. Mitchell Katie's Lawrence. mom. Lincoln's yeah, ghost Katie's says, "Tell dude, get, he doesn't need to scream." How many million? Twelve million. Twelve million. Which dude? How did I you divided three hundred million divided by twenty-five dollars? Because oh, I did thirty-five million divided by twenty-five dollars. Wait, wait, season. wait! So I can only buy them for a year. Something important <laughs> happened. Katie yeah. says. My mom said she'll just, help you buy twelve million. I just million, said that. Did you? I just, yeah, said, you just that. said that. I completely stopped you listening know what? to you guys. There are two of me, and you don't listen to either of us because you guys were pulling out calculators. Yeah, we don't know how to do math. math. Oh, I have a calculator on my watch now, Gary. You guys are oh, pissing no, off. Siri, no, I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, yeah, he's he's probably. Uh, I don't. I don't. I I don't know if Cody's going to be a Dodger for the the foreseeable future. <sighs> well. Here's the thing. If you get Mookie, you probably can't save we, Cody. We, we, we threw it out to the masses. We uh, What do you call that? We crowdsourced it. And yeah. We said we threw it up on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So what does More this mean Cody Bellinger's worth if Yelich is getting a $200 million, $215 million over the next almost decade? Uh, and we had a lot of people respond, and a lot of people have bad opinions. <laughs> but a lot of people also have really, really, really good opinions. Uh, Billy at Strandup says if oh, he doesn't Billy. fade, he's a four hundred million dollar player by the time he hits free agency. That's a lot. That's a lot, a lot of, of cheese. Lot of, lot of if cheddar. you know what I mean. Um, no. Andrew Friedman needs to prove that he knows how to take care of his players. He's really good at finding players, but right now taking care of it and building a brand and a franchise. So he's taking with care legacy. of two players. Franchise in his time, he's taking care of just Ken- two players, and that's Ken, Ken Lee and JT. Mm-hmm. Scott, says, I would argue Clayton with his that last extension. No, 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 no. So that wasn't his choice. That's that's a that's Kenley a, wasn't his choice either. No, no, no. But I know that Clayton in particular, like, uh-huh. there's no way you could have let him walk. There's no way. If you let him walk, Dodgers fans would be livid, especially at the time when his contract expired. Mm-hmm. Especially at that time, Dodgers fans would have tore him apart. Imagine if he went to the Rangers or the Astros. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
See, that Dodgers fans would never forget that. Even that if he sucked in bad. Houston. Or, or, God forbid, he's actually good in Houston. Or Oh, he still oh would have been God, good for dude. a little bit. Yeah, so th- that's <clears> different. But he definitely took care of JT. He definitely took care of JT. Yeah. And, and you know, the Dodgers owe JT, and JT owes the Dodgers. That's a good relationship. No, that was a good, that's a good, good relationship. One. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I hope they I hope He's they another guy him. that we got to talk about because uh, yeah, his time's up. And, Maybe. Uh, not, like, physically or no. anything like that. He's healthy. <laughs> he's healthy. He's okay. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, that tone he, he, he talked in last week was pretty much he's – he expects to. He be expects back. to be back. He's gonna yeah. be back. Yeah. Um, Christopher over on Twitter says, "Yelich got two hundred million dollars added on, so two hundred one million dollars." Mm-hmm. And I think that's fiscally that's responsible. Scott says, on. "Whatever it is, the front office tightwads won't pay it." And um, you know what? That's that's probably uh, the most points we're gonna give to anybody tonight. Tightwads. 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 You know, they just traded for Mookie yeah, Betts and David Price. They don't, but tightwads. Those damn tightwads, But the Dodgers guys. don't pay money for the free I'm agents. So and then they don't that, go. I'm so fed up with that damn narrative, But they don't want to go sign Yasiel Puig right now. I'm so fed up. He wants $10 million. No, he wants $10 million one. <laughs> Did you guys see the Puig thing, by the way? Puig's still out there. It was a, you know, a story that uh, did. I mean, everybody loves Puig. Everybody uh, still loves the Puig, and he apparently turned down a ten million dollar ten million dollar offer uh, earlier in the off season, and he's still now I would have taken a job. It. Uh, you Personally, would take ten million. Yeah. I mean, uh, could... Tim Rogers brings up a good point. They just took care of Muncie as well. Yeah, they and CT three and CT three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. They're paying their so people. good on them for that for recognizing the diamonds in the rough, working through them, recognizing how much they brought to the team for literally nothing at all. Mm-hmm. Like especially Muncie, especially. Muncie and Chris Taylor. Like, Muncie was uh, basically free, free 99, yeah. and crushed for us. And then Chris Taylor, all he cost us was uh, Zach, Lee, <laughs> Zach Lee, which actually helped us by not having him. He was a $5 million and, uh, uh, signing bonus was guy. like MVP his first year, pretty much. He was good. So we went to Dodger Stadium today. Today being Tuesday, which you people on the live stream know, but on the podcast you might not know. We record on Tuesday for now. Um, We learned a lot, and we also learned not a lot, but it was cool going around uh, Dodger Stadium and kind of getting a a good view of where they're at right now. A personal tour. (laughs) A personal tour, and you look at it, and you're scared. You definitely look at that stadium, and you're pretty damn scared. But they... They're, they're, they have a positive outlook on it. Janet Marie Smith is, I think, the most positive lady in the whole wide world, and I love her. She's just really, really a great person. <laughs> if you had to very, find very, one person to do that job, job, she's perfect she's for that job. She's just so incredibly excited about that stadium. You know what's yeah. also and I think great. she hasn't slept in months. She has right. not. <laughs> you know what's great, though? The fact that like you could throw any question at her, and she would just like immediately. She had yeah, she, there was no answer. like. Um, like she's heard every question that. Oh, think about we're not even the worst people that's asking her questions. It's the ownership group and no, and we're nice about it. Yeah, (laughs) and she was so quick on everything. So, if you guys ever get a chance to do uh, any kind of tour with Janet Marie Smith, highly recommend it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, as part of the tour, or um, I guess the sort of media availability with it, or or whatever you want to call it, uh, Gary, you have a fine button there. We did. Take some time with Ms. Marie Smith earlier, and she kind of explained a little bit of where they're at. So we're going to have some nice visuals and some nice... Um, Which button is it? It's the one that says uh, Dodger Stadium, I think. Oh, there it is. Okay. <laughs> so I think the most exciting thing for us this year is that it, this project get, has given us the opportunity to renovate the pavilions. And not only just to sort of give our fans... Uh, new amenities in the restrooms and the concessions and the entertainment and the things that we're offering out here, but also to really rethink the, the pavilions themselves. So in the cavity where uh, between uh, the first row of benches and the home run wall, we're creating a new seating section that we call the home run seats that are uh, uh, drink rails, not unlike the ones right here at the top of the park. Uh, and uh, and bar stool seating. Uh, we're really pitching that for groups. It's got a nice, wonderful environment of what could be better than sitting uh, right there at the top of the outfield wall. And then at the top of the pavilion, we've created a deck, again, not unlike the one that's here at the top of the park, that will not only accommodate uh, ADA seating, but importantly, standing room, lots of milling around space, and for the first time ever, a physical connection from the pavilions back to Dodger Stadium. 
And that's been one of the important goals for us with this project is to change the circulation. This building was designed uh, thinking that everyone would enter on their level, watch nine innings of baseball and leave. And it's just not the way we watch baseball anymore. We're sort of much more social. Fans like to mill around. We like to have food offerings and uh, places to sit and eat that's not just a hot dog in our lap. And so this Centerfield project has created a new front door for us and five new, five new elevators, four new escalators, and all of our gates are moved out so that we're creating 360 degree circulation. Uh, that will culminate with being able to tie the pavilions in center field back to the rest of Dodger Stadium. Anyways, what she was talking about is this, you know, great backdrop, which obviously Dodger Stadium needed. Uh, when this when this thing was first announced way back when, in what was it, June, July of last year, August last year, um, one of my things that was uh, excited, one of the things I was excited about was hey, it's just not going to be this ugly asphalt behind the pavilions anymore. It's not going to be... Hey, 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 that's where the smokers smoke. It's not going to be all these weirdo smokers in the back of the stadium. It's not just going to be ugly-ass chain-link fence. No, they're going to have nice stuff there, like the Jackie Robinson statue in a nice home, not just oddly tucked up at the top of the park somewhere. No, at this where everybody's focus is going to be where Jackie belongs. And then we found out today that they're going to unveil the Sandy Koufax statue. That they, they announced it last year, but they're going to unveil that in June. So that's pretty cool. Hold on, wait. There, I fixed it. You were... I like were. to lean away from you. Uh-huh. But it always, it always looks bad, and then I have to edit oddly. This is just that's one of those fault. shows, guys. Just deal with it, all right? But also the home run seats, th- those were those huge. That was a big question because uh, we... I wanted to know how much uh, fan interference is going to play into it. And she made a good point. People already sit up against the fences. It's just in the right and left field corners right now, not all across the entire field. So mm-hmm. good point. But also the uh, the Yankees, obviously, they had a, they had a few issues. Remember when uh, the Jeter fake home run? Yeah. Remember that one? Yeah, that was uh, the Orioles. A little bit of a throwback there for you kids. Yeah. There's some, there's some kids in the stream. That kid, it was the kid that, that caught it. Was that Mayor, Jeffrey Mayor, or something like that? I don't know. That sounds like a a name. But uh, the notes and the takeaways of it all, yes, the the home run seats will be cool. The cheapest I've found available are $125 for a ticket there. You get free beer? Human dollars? Human American dollars. But I I think it comes with food service. I think it's... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Really? I think think it's it's like the baseline box seats. Where you get... Food included? I I don't know if it's included. Honestly, I the, I really the don't know. Boxes I think, are included. I think they don't know. Thank you, Eric. Eric says we work hard. I know you can see I'm <laughs> burning you. up here. Appreciate <laughs> you. Do it for the beer, bud. Thanks, Eric V. Uh, Puppy butt says home run seats are all you can eat. I, I can't confirm the accuracy of that, but if it is true, you could have my 125 American dollars. <laughs> wait, Eric, wait, wait, wait. There. It's 125 dollars. All you can eat. I don't know. Let's see I mean, what, right field pavilion. I would do that. Right pavilion was all we're going to do. Too, we're going to do some only like forty bucks. This this show's already law off the wheel. Ruben says food not included, which is what I believe I had read. This is an option of it. I'm tired of all these <laughs> fake news reports. Someone tell me the truth. <laughs> That's my hot take. Here. Yes, it says home run seat, uh, individual game purchase, uh, limited availability. Blah blah blah. Um, beverage. Yeah, it says all inclusive <gasps> and beverage, a non alcoholic beverage. beverage. Um, in seat waiter, waitress service provided. Oh, Grab and go snacks. Wait, it's all you can eat and someone brings all the food to you? Oh, it's like K Town? It's like K Town? Oh my in, God. Uh, I'm in. I hate this are we going we're gonna, are we gonna to uh, <laughs> get seats or what? I don't know. Not opening day seats. We can't afford those. Yeah. Maybe like you already uh, have opening maybe day like seats. a game against Let's the go. like uh I'm down Mar- to go. Marlins. A game against the Marlins. All you had to say was all you can eat. Well, this was a Wednesday afternoon game I looked at against the Colorado Rockies early in April. $125 seats. We can uh, I'll go boom. to that game. We're Dude, reviewing. All it. I have is a little league practice on Wednesday afternoons and then afterwards I'm free. Let's go. It's a 12 o'clock game. Uh, mm. even better. I can go and then go to little league practice. <laughs> And I'll barf all the hot dogs on the kids. All right, you guys yeah. want us to live stream that? It'll be better. We don't have to have to have any video inserts. There you go. Ruben asked, "Do you have to buy the whole box?" Whoa, that's a personal question. Don't ask about the box. <laughs> What's in the box? There is an option for that. Um, 
There's a group experience, access to your own exclusive section of 24 or 25 seats, because apparently there are some that have more. Um, it includes three complimentary preferred uh, parking passes and um, <laughs> a group welcome message. Uh, Eric Eric types it in for us, or he helps. I think he helps us out. <laughs> uh, VIP batting practice viewing um, from your seat with early admission. Oh, so you get the the season ticket holder preferential treatment on there, oh. and then all inclusive food, grab and go snacks, and all that. So, so yeah, it, it, I think they just kept a lot of the all you can eat pavilion stuff, but spread it out a little bit. Yeah, you know, that's reasonable. More on there. Um, in terms of okay, well, that's the good side of it. That's the positive side of the uh, of our tour that we. That's that was that was a positive of our takeaway. Home run seats are gonna be awesome. That's uh-huh. all we know. Here's the thing: the pavilions. This is big. They are not gonna be ready for the freeway series. That's March twenty second, twenty third of mm. this month. They will not be ready for it. So if there's a home run in the pavilions during the the freeway series. That goes to the construction workers, as we've been told, right? Yes, 100%. That's what she said. (laughs) Uh, One of the weird things with that is I believe the the folks um, who have season tickets, who already have tickets, you know, for the pavilion out there, I don't think people have been informed of that yet. Nope. <laughs> so uh, I think they're still shooting for it. That's why. No, no. It, it, uh, from what I understand, I think what Janet told us today, it's like the expectation is that this is not happening no. for opening or for that, that opening series there. However, everything is going to be working good enough by opening day. Mm-hmm. All the seats yeah. will be accessible. Uh, people will be able to poop and pee as they please. That's good. And they, everything will be safe. And, to find you know, safe, he might still get some you know paint on your ass as you sit down. That's or true. She did like say that. she did say it's going to be like it's a livable condition. But like they, you're not going to be hurt by they, sitting at this sitting in the yeah. Stadium. They'll be continuing to work on it through the first few home stands, and and let's be real, it's probably going to be going various things will still be going through, um, through the but we'll just up into the All Star Game, which is at Dodge Stadium this year. Remember, oh, wait, I have that button. But uh, the other thing, too, you know, like parking is obviously going to change a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, as much as I love Janet, Janet's great. She has a, a way of answering her questions in a very um, uh, diplomatic, diplomatic or political way. I diplomatic. don't know. But I asked her. I don't know if it was in that video because I couldn't hear it. You guys could. We sacrificed ourselves for you. But the parking beyond the pavilion will obviously change because all of that is changing behind center field there. Um she says they won't be losing any parking, which doesn't sound 100% accurate because <laughs> you're losing parking. Uh, what she says, she said any parking that was behind the pavilion will be moved. Well, if you're moving it somewhere, aren't you losing parking elsewhere? Look, and we don't we'll know see. what's going on. <laughs> I think they're still banking on people taking the the metro in and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, the good thing is she made that announcement the metro is like dropping people off right there yeah well it so always a, has yeah. but now it's a, but now it's, it's a, a nicer welcome thing. yeah it looks great and of course there's going to be five total five or six five total elevators there's gonna be Sh- elevators there's gonna be escalators Sh- it originally said six but then she said five during it so i'm not sure which oh yeah, yeah, is, yeah but was, yeah. i'm still banging on six we'll just keep saying six <laughs> dan burdu on youtube says paint from dodger stadium on my jersey that's actually pretty cool i mean that would be pretty cool i yeah. guess to get that i usually there. just get mustard <laughs> We're very proud of you for it, too. Appreciate it. But, um, I mean, you got to appreciate the fact that they try to finish all this in six months. It it was a bold undertaking. Yeah. And they're doing bold undertaking. I think, I know you guys are, you guys are pessimistic, but I think they're going to get done. Like the bones of it it looks pretty, pretty Mm. well done. Concrete's all dry. They just have to (laughs) install seats. I mean, that's not hard. Yeah. And most of them were installed today. Out there in the yeah, there are a lot. We're also yeah. banking on all of those. Uh, what are the food things called? Concessions, concession stands that are being assembled offsite. Right, that we're banking on them. Number one, all being completed in time. Number two, all getting transported in time. And yeah. number three, all fitting together like they're supposed to. Like mm-hmm. you said, right. like there's no guarantee that everything's going to work like you want it to work. They essentially created it to be like a set of Legos. They're supposed yeah. to snap in place, or as she said, you know. Uh, in uh, another video we posted on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash uh, Dodgers Nation TV, there's the words. Um, she she was talking about, you know, it's like a thousand piece jigsaw puzzle. You just throw on the floor, and then you're like, oh God, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? Hi, Elisa. Um, she, she, Elisa uh, she said, uh, 
she said at one point that one of the concession stands, like a, it's an old retired uh, mail truck. There was a mail truck and a fire truck. I fire believe. truck, yeah, and they're gonna make it into food. Which is trucks. really cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I I'm think that's a, that, that's really cool. I didn't know that part of it, no. but I'm I'm excited. But if you see the rendering, the rendering has kind of those kind of things. Like they had trailers in the renderings on yeah. behind yeah. the right field, right field area. So I think. You know, it's pretty cool. I love that idea. It's great. Cool. Yeah. Rube, Ruben said, "This sounds like the fire festival." It does sound a little <laughs> bit like fire festival. They're gonna show up, and there's gonna be ham sandwiches and tents. <laughs> and it's like, why is there a mattress here? It's Dodger Stadium. Um, in regards to the uh, the sisters, the three sisters, the sisters, the three sisters, uh, they are off site right now, obviously for construction. But apparently, they're going right back to as close as they possibly can be to their their spot before the construction started. So, in terms of that, apparently, it's not going to be much of a difference. Those trees. <laughs> Have taken some damage over the past 40, 50 years. Yeah. <laughs> like some real damage. And she said, she said it's the, the original ones. Yeah. She said that. They so claim. I'm going to trust her. And they also took a bunch of pictures to make sure they can replicate exactly how they were set up. So if you were worried about the three sisters, which a lot of people were today, they were. Yeah. Worry no more. I, there was four different people that asked that damn question. Yeah. That's a bit, it's a listening. big part of Dodger Stadium. Like, no, it's it, totally it, it's true. a huge part. Yeah. Like, you know, the, the things people wanted to know are, is the awning going to stay the same? And are the three sisters okay? Yeah. <laughs> Those are the two big <laughs> questions that I got asked. Um, and and people were thought they were changing out the benches for seats. But don't worry, guys. You'll still be uncomfortable. Hey, late Legna Builds is asking, did you hear anything about the Metro being ready for the freeway, freeway series? That's what I was trying to get to here. It should be, right? Yeah. She didn't mention anything about yeah. that. I don't think There's that. There's no delay in mean, it. Uh, it might be uh, it might drop off at a different location for mm-hmm. the freeway series. There's a fair chance it's because of all the oh, construction cause, and everything cause going on. Yeah, you, yeah. Won't, you won't be able the to drop off the, is, is right there. Yeah. You still won't you won't be able to go in through the pavilions. Yet. Straight nasty oh, okay. asks, "Where's the center field camera going to go? It's going to be at about the same field. spot. Yeah, yeah, same spot. There's yeah. going to be two additional cameras through those two tunnels behind the left and right field pavilions yeah. area. Yeah. yeah, the sound system is apparently supposed to be much better. DJ much, Severe, much better. DJ Severe posted a picture of uh, the speakers and stuff today. I think he's really excited yeah. about it. We'll have yeah. to ask him what he thinks. I wonder how much further they made it since uh, since we saw we saw one speaker when we got there. So I'm, I'm hoping they, were putting they have up. more. No, yeah, they're putting them yeah. up. Yeah. yeah, the concert goers had good news. Like Janet said, that there's better exits. There's there's four more exits now in yeah. right field and left field because they cut out the walls. Well, that that'll benefit. People getting on the field for uh, for fireworks, fireworks Friday yeah. as well. It's so all great. of that, there's everything yeah. they had in mind was for the benefit of access for for fans to get in and around the stadium, and it, it's really cool to see. You really want to see it, not just be a dirt clod behind uh, the pavilion right now, which is what it is. You know, they they leveled out the hole and then they dug the hole back up, and it's yeah, it's it's wild, but it, it crazy to see the skeleton going going on back uh, back there behind the pavilion. Um, the <laughs> we're gonna post them later, but we I caught a glimpse into the the Dodgers bullpen and they they write up on the wall there in the Dodgers bullpen and there are some legendary lines in there. <laughs> they have Nostra dumbass in the in there in the wall. So we're gonna see who our best our favorite Nostra dumbass is. I believe next week from the the 2019 Dodgers bullpen. Um, are, we, are we allowed to expose all of those? I don't care. I did it. I took the picture. They didn't tell us no. Which one? Uh, which one? It, in the bullpen. Oh yeah, the yeah. windows. Because the bullpen's all no, not the windows. I'm talking oh. about Dodger pitchers r- oh. writing in the bullpen. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got film. Wall. I got video of that. Yeah, oh, I got film. the pictures. Yeah, in cool. the hest of HDs. Yeah, because I'm legendary like that. We're um, proud of you for it. Th- the pavilions will double the amount of restrooms out there, which is thank God. If I'm going to be buying 12 million micheladas, I'm going to need a lot of restrooms, all right? We are upset that it's not going to be troughs. We, so. for, for, for those Cowards. of you who Cowards, are, who are old Cassidy. enough to experience being a child eye level at a trough, <laughs> you're permanently scarred. Permanently scarred. When in Rome, yeah, you, know you know what they say. When in Rome, Katie when asked Rome, if they're going to have um, the Gibson, uh, Kirk Gibson, re-sign that one seat. I don't think so. Uh, it's probably just going to be a, a one-off thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, more good, than likely. You know, the good news is the gold gold gloves are going to be out in the center field pavilion. Yeah, so the, be a whole they bunch. said they're going to put memorabilia out. So yeah, I'm, that I'm, looks I'm, great. I'm wondering what they're going to put out there because she said you, the gold gloves for sure. Well, she she had mentioned like in the dugout club how there's gold gloves and stuff, and so there's a left field and right field. There's memorabilia, but it's like bats and bobbleheads right 
on each side. Right. And so I don't know if it's going to be something similar to that. I was hoping it was going to be like silver sluggers and gold gloves and stuff like that. Because that's stuff. That, she said they're moving some of those up. That's yeah. stuff the average fan doesn't get to see. Like yeah. If, if you don't exactly. sit that club, that dugout club level, like you don't really get to see that. If you're not rich. That. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Like I've, I've only seen that once maybe. And that's because I got lucky with tickets. So, yeah. Um, and the tours and stuff. But. <laughs> It would definitely be cool to see that out there in the pavilions where my family sits. That's my family out there, you know? Yeah, the fam bam. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, somebody asked, Dan, Dan Berdu asked, is it true Joe Kelly tagged IE in the bullpen? Let me find out. Um, he did not tag IE in the bullpen, did he? No. No, no but, nobody reps IE. Let's see. <laughs> we don't rep IE, dog. There, there is a Joe Kelly. April 9th, Joe Kelly had a, a fine quote, apparently, of the bullpen. Here's your insider scoop. It says, the Reds are really putting it to the Brewers. It was the Marlins. So, apparently, good, good it's job. just pitchers Ho, good job, being really, really... <laughs> Mark Pryor said, it's like that famous Chinese basketball player, Chin Ming Wang. <laughs> you mean Yao Ming? Oh, <laughs> Because <laughs> uh, remember, guys, athletes are stupid. Yeah. Thank you. Historically speaking, not the brightest. <laughs> In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. We are going to introduce a brand new section on this show. Uh, we're calling it the absolute worst, or I'm the absolute it, worst. It, it, wait, here it is. You like the, the worst. Thank you, thank you, thank you, John. Thank Ralphie. you, John Ralphio. We appreciate. Oh God, that's doubling oh, up on us. <sighs> I'm sure some of you folks saw um, the the Boston people over the, the weekend. <laughs> Boston was sort of in the news again because uh, one of, I don't know who it was. I think it was one of their podcast people. They they spliced together a bunch of different clips of just people straight hating Alex Verdugo. Just be, In this case, they hate him just purely based on his looks and the way he carries himself. Yeah. There are definitely the people who who hate some of the other stuff he's been tied to and and the weird off stuff the field that things. off the stuff off the field stuff that we and don't people don't need. like his hair uh, yeah the main thing is they don't like his hair and that's the thing they're judging him based on how he looks a lot of them are doing that but one of my uh, favorite things is uh, David Price did did a little bit of a I think it was not a sit down but he did an interview he was talking to you know one of the reporters I forget who it was it might have been Plunkett it might have been L A Times either way they're all fine people. <laughs> But they're good. Price was essentially talking about his escape from Boston, and um, it was it was pretty good. Um, I, you're the one I believe penned that post up. I did pen it. Pen it. So give give me some of them some tasty quotes. Well, here's the thing, guys. Uh, we were talking about David Price coming over with Mookie because he was part of that trade. In mm-hmm. case you guys haven't forgotten. Mm-hmm. Um, he did an interview with USA Today, and he talked about the transition out of Boston and what he was excited about and what he wasn't excited about. But basically, the gist of it is he's really happy to be out of Boston, and he's really happy to be in L.A. Um, there's one quote that says, it's such a big difference from Boston to here. Really, it's night and day. And <laughs> they they were talking about their, uh, um, their, like, you know, their first day of, like, being surrounded by media. And he says, basically, he's like, there's, basically two or three reporters hanging out after the first workout. <laughs> Nobody came up to me to talk to me about my day. And then him and Mookie were like, this is are it. they serious? This is it. Like yeah. this, is, this is, he's used to being hounded by media every single day in Boston. And they're not, not in a good way. Like Gary, yeah. you've done a lot of, of media huddles with, in, in, with LA reporters. Yeah. And for the most part, it's, it's pretty civil. Like it's nothing so direct that it can be construed as some sort of disrespect or anything like that. It's mostly like, how are you feeling? What are you working on? What do you see in the future? What do you anticipate? Things like that. It's never something like, what What are you doing wrong? Like, what's wrong with you? You know? And, and right. that's the general sense that you got was when he was in Boston after a bad start or a bad outing or anything like that. The first thing he would do is go back to his locker and just be hounded by mm-hmm. media and I'm like, mm-hmm. hey, is this it for you? Like, what, is this? Is this? <laughs> are you retiring? Yeah. Like, what's going on? Like, are you still going to be a starter <laughs> next season? What's happening? 
So he talks about how excited he was to come to L.A. He, he knew it's a historic franchise and he wanted to be a part of it. And it was on the short list of teams that he would like to be have been traded to. So oh, okay. it was exciting <clears throat> to hear that he wanted to be here. And then even after his his uh, first spring outing, which mm-hmm. wasn't the best by any by any means, but it also didn't help the fact that there's, you know, not the most talented people in the game at the time. Um, and not to mention the wind, the wind and like all crazy. that. I mean, keep in mind, he hadn't pitched in like seven months. It's his mm-hmm. first outing of the season. Yeah. He gets in there and he was he talked about being so excited about pitching and being happy about pitching that he was like shaking like his legs were shaking because Mm -hmm. of how happy he was and then after the game he talked about it it was like it was great like i loved that like it it reminded me that like i do love this game and i Uh pitching is fun and i enjoy this so to me that was really exciting to hear like your number three guy a guy that was supposed to be just like another piece added on to a Mm -hmm. larger part of a deal is excited to be part of the team yeah that's all he was like (laughs) that's all he really was so to hear that you're like okay i like this guy this is a guy that i can get behind in the media perception of the trade yeah that's all the move was it was salary relief but in actuality the Dodgers identified this guy as somebody that could help contribute to this team in 2020 and beyond, and he 100% will. And, you know, bad first outing aside, he's going to be hopefully an exciting addition to to the, the rotation and to the pitching staff to go alongside Kershaw and Bellinger. And Kershaw has already mentioned it. Like, he he's excited watching David Price come in there. And, you know, the same way Mookie did it where his, his first day – uh, you know, he stood up in front of the class and was like, hey, you know, it's about accountability, like play every game, like, you know, even play practice like it's the World Series and it yep. means something. David Price is doing that kind of stuff. It's not as vocal. He's doing it for for the pitchers on the side and, and helping them out, you know, w- with whatever it may be. And it seems like they're really all enjoying each other. And that's just that's not that environment or I should say Boston is, doesn't appear to be conducive to that environment. We, we look back to like Carl Crawford, who was the last time uh, a Dodger got a throw-in player from Boston, and Carl Crawford was hated in Boston. Like, terrible, terrible things. We don't need to get into any specific words or any specific incidents, but Boston absolutely hated this guy they paid for. They were excited for one day, then it's like, hey, what are you going to do, Crawford? That was a bad one. That was really good. No, I didn't like the Crawford. Was it's that, Crawford. Was that, I can't was that do it. It, it was not bad. I, no, no, you know I me. Hate I, Boston. I, I hate Boston. Boston. There. Yeah. I forget about it. What but, are these uh, guys doing? That's Boston. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I forgot what we were talking about. Paul Crawford. Anyway, uh, Boston has a way about them, and that was one of the things uh, I spoke with current Dodgers broadcaster Tim Neverett, who was a Boston broadcaster for a good little while um you know just talking about the way the media is is kind of cutthroat out there and and they really want their story and we're going to play that clip and guys it's going to be a little yeah um, i'm going to do my best here we go it's, here we it's going to okay. be a little off but uh yeah we're going to roll that beautiful bean footage uh okay. I, I, he i think he needed a change of scenery mm-hmm. anyway just just my personal opinion from being around him and and, and seeing the the circus that it is in boston um I just don't think that, you know, he had the greatest relationship with the media there. Yeah. Uh, the fans would get on him sometimes. Sometimes they wouldn't. But he, he had a great World Series in 2018, and, and he had a very good postseason. But, he, but and, at the same time, I, I think that him getting out of Boston at this time in his career was great. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it, you know, I'm in New England right now, and, and it was amazing that, you know, when the trade was uh, initially reported a week ago or so, mm-hmm. I mean, the columns that started to come out in the newspapers there, you know, saying good riddance, get out, you know, goodbye. Yeah. And, I mean, they were just, you know, they, they, the, the writers there are just nasty anyway. The, the whole media thing is different it, mm-hmm. because, you know, in Boston, you've got people with a dagger out waiting to stab you in the back. <laughs> and just just to get it, just to get a few extra likes on social media. Yeah. And, and you know, a few more eyeballs on their stories. And, I, and I'm not I'm not really exaggerating at all. I mean, I have. I've actually heard a, a prominent columnist when I was there came into – he'll remain nameless, but he came into our radio booth after the team lost six games in a row, and he said, hey, I came out tonight because I smelled blood. We need to get rid of this manager. Oh. And he wrote a column about how they needed to fire John Farrell. Yeah. And, and I'm like, they just lost six games in a row. There's 162 in the season. Every team's going to have a, a – I mean, this is what they do. They try to they go out for blood all the time, and I don't get it. I, I don't. I never could understand that. I grew up around that region, and I never could understand the mentality of it. But 
you know, the people in Los Angeles are fair. If you deserve criticism, you're mm-hmm. going to get it. And and if you don't, they're not going to come trying to cut your head off for no reason. Again, that's somebody who worked there. And so he knows. So he knows. He understands uh, what's going on over there in Boston. And, and you know, the fact that, like he mentioned, you know, somebody actually came out, uh, as he called him, a prominent columnist that he didn't name. Somebody actually came out because they, they saw the opportunity to write, you know, um, to shitpost, essentially, on on the, the Boston manager. Now, imagine somebody like David Price who, you know, he signs with this team for a buttload of money. Sure. He had a, a, a he's had a few. I don't think he's had a terrible season at any point. He's had health issues, yep. which were apparently, you know, hopefully addressed um, this uh, this past season and, and into the off season. But um, he's also a guy you wouldn't have won that World Series without him. He pitched great in the World Series against the Dodgers and all that kind of stuff. It's just you, you hate to see it. I think that's the narrative we're going for. You hate to see it. You hate to see it. Yes, indeed. So. Just let him play. I mean, last year we we loved Diggy and just seeing like what he brought to the clubhouse he is glue mm-hmm. you know so i hope whole boston just can learn to to love the guy he's an entertaining kid at, yeah. you know at the at the very least you take away all of his talent he's still a very inter- entertaining yeah. kid so mm-hmm. hey you stop it you stupid thing oh i know what it's doing sorry boys me um, so, I mean, in terms of that, on top of all the talent that the kid possesses, he's going to be a very good player someday, but he's also just a really entertaining guy. So He's great with the charities and stuff like that. Yeah, he's yeah. always so great with If the I'm Boston, like, I'm not complaining about that. you got a couple years of him at least under your belt with him, so I don't know what they're upset about. I just don't like Boston. So the important thing is we learned here, guys, is that Boston. The worst. Thank you. Thank it's you. the worst. I feel like this has been a really, either a really, really bad show or a terrible show, but I'm happy we survived it. We couldn't have done it without you guys. The good news is we're still here. Let's uh, let's hit a few of the comments. Rob Haynes says, when Verdugo was traded, media and Dodgers Twitter follow all wished him well. Uh, Boston fans, media would never do that. I don't think, I mean, you look at how long it took Mookie to, to give a, um, you know, a thank you Boston tweet and all that. I mean, granted, he's not... He's not a media guy. He's not a social media yeah. guy for sure, but still, like, like the fact minute. that it took him that long and he's a born and bred uh, Red Sox and all that, you know, you really do wonder how how Mookie's going to feel when the real games come. And, and it's like, man, this really is how it is here. They're just right. here to play baseball and have fun and not find every little thing to be mad about. Chris Canetta says, Boston sucks wicked had. <laughs> yes, not agree. <laughs> Tim Rogers says Boston Media Eagles fraudman Twitter. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And that's the worst of the worst on Twitter, of course. Uh, young Stud over on YouTube says Anthony Davis is going off for the Lakers right now. So uh, <laughs> definitely going to watch the Lakers after this. So anybody tuning in for the first time, I do apologize. Usually we have the sound uh, kind of squared away, but we've been moving a lot of things around because we you know, we went to Arizona, we came back. Gary's going back out to Arizona in two weeks. I'm going out next week. I'll We're going to be all of us. He's here. Gary, uh, Gary's friend, Gary's friend Gary's Brooke, friend just, Brooke. Yeah. just lives here. Um, somebody asked if that was Australian. I'm going further back in the comments. But anyways, that's I think that's ours. about it. Oh, yeah, we got more Boston Sucks Wicked had. Uh, Tina wishes Verdugo would come back. Oh, I would happily take Verdugo back. Like, what do we give him? Um, <laughs> can't give up Cody Thomas now. Luke Rayleigh, I'll give Downs. up Luke. Ray- <laughs> I'll Luke give up Kim Luke Rayleigh and 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 AJ Pollock. I'll I'll sacrifice myself and give up AJ Pollock. I know. Oh, what a champion! It's it's just, it's tough, man. It's it's really painful to give us. We'd have like, to pay. We'd have to pay half his contract, which basically makes us pain. It negates the full thing. Yeah, it negates the whole, the whole deal. <laughs> <sighs> I guess that's um that's about it, boys. Uh, the last thing, I guess, final thoughts. I, I know everybody out here saw this. Um, this is one of the things I love about spring training baseball is because you see players just kind of dick around, and it's so much. Of the fun, but uh, Trevor Bauer <laughs> throwing against Dodgers super utility man Matt Beatty on uh, on Monday, and he was telling him all the pitches. That's 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 legendary. I really enjoyed that. It was good. You know, it was a, a nice little dig at the Astros. The funny thing is, was he he actually he pitched very well despite despite telegraphing all of his pitches. <laughs> What does that say about Beatty? <laughs> Look, I mean, if you're a batter and you see a guy tipping pitches, you're going to be like, 
oh, he's messing with me. Like he's gonna throw something different. So it actually, you know, you know, yeah. it, it you don't know probably, at that moment. That's pretty with you a little, yeah. a little bit. Yeah, and if he told you like, hey, this is exactly what I'm gonna be throwing, probably a different story. It's the difference between the pitcher telling you what what the pitch is, and then what a trash can is telling you what the pitch oh, is. Oh, I see you what know? you did there. Because you know how the Houston's cheated. We're not supposed to talk they about did. that. I didn't say anything. Okay, done. Anyways, that's it. That was my final thought. I just wanted to kind of get that out there. It was fun. Enjoy spring training baseball. Go to Arizona. Don't just watch Dodgers. Go watch every team. Spring training is supposed to be fun. Jermaine loves spring training because all the Astros heckling that's going on, including Chris Bryant. That's been, <laughs> Even that's like, been the storyline so far. The players are getting on it. It's lit. Rizzo. Rizzo's the one that drives. That's talks. right. Uh, they all look the same. And Rizzo's a nice boy. So I've heard. Brian did say something while he's mic'd up. We just gotta get that. He did say something. I just yeah. see. Yeah, I thought Rizzo was there. No, Rizzo said something too. Rizzo's Both of them were mic'd up. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, guys, find us on the internet machine at DodgersNation.com. I promise we'll be better next week. We'll be best, if you will. Subscribe to Blue Heaven on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, Player FM, all the spots that you can get podcasts. We're probably there. All the spots. Every of the spots. I am at Brookney3 on Twitter and Instagram. This guy over here is at RealFRG on Twitter and Instagram. We are at DodgersNation on Twitter at... Official Slash Nation on Instagram. Thank you guys all for your questions and comments. Thank you to our crack production team of Mr. Gary Lee. And uh, thank you guys for being with us. We will see you next week. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Do that. Bye. Hit that notification bell. Bye. In a roaring stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. home.